The skids are in a drug feud entwined, their death warrant ungrammatically signed. Roll calls in the hicks who begrudgingly stick to their word to help friends in a bind. It's Thirsty Thursday, and that means we are once again hanging out at the Produce Stand, a podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show Letterkenny. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letterkenny out there, but this one has impeccable spelling and grammar. We're not psychopaths. Uh, I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is the lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt and the Vagrant Victor. Uh, and before I announce our guest, uh, Matt, you're pointing at your cans. Do you not hear any sound? You didn't hear any music in the intro? Really? No, no. I thought I fucking shared one my job, audio. Al. Yeah, one. Sorry, I forgot to remind him. I mean, usually Tanya, but she was late and sleeping. And, and <sighs> Okay, so uh, tell me if you hear this. It's fucking embarrassing! You hear that? That sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the hell happened there. Anyway, back, back on track here. Joining us this week, he likes tweeting about beer and brewing. He's a transplanted Canadian living in Maine. He's into drums, lots of drums. And he's a patron, and he's a good guy. He's a really good guy. Please join me in making some noise for Adrian. Wondrous! Oh my god! Welcome to the produce stand, Adrian. Good to be here. I appreciate you uh, leaving out the two fat to run clip at the end of that. <laughs> well, uh, we can we can get to that later. I went on a, b- a bike ride today for the first time in a long time. So you want to talk about too <laughs> too fat to do something? Um, <laughs> as long as there wasn't any falling off. Oh you know, man, we could watch that all day. Yeah. I flip bikes, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I almost flipped a bike today. Anyway, but not with kids on it. You have to put that disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly, Adrian. Where are you speaking to us from? Uh, South Portland, Maine. Portland, Maine. And what do you do in Maine? Uh, I make beer. That's a noble, oh, uh, nice. noble uh, calling for sure. I know that Matt's really uh, impressed. Mm. <laughs> what, what, like when you say make beer, are you like the head brewer for a brewery? Like, like what? You need to elaborate a bit because I'm a little excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, I just changed jobs a couple of weeks ago. So I'm uh, one of two head brewers at a new startup. Uh, nice. We're hoping uh, we're brewing our first batch, uh, hopefully tomorrow or first uh, first time putting work through the new brew house. And hopefully we'll be dropping product in October 1 is the timeline we're working on wow so a couple of questions about this uh first of all so it's a brand new brewery like it's all like everything everything's brand new how do how do you come up with with your your recipes like trial and error like do you do small batches and then scale that up how does that work yeah so we're basically set up to be making small batches off the get-go so we have a system that puts out a little over one hectoliter or so, so um, like, yeah, Canadian size in, in, uh, like, so give it to, to give us an example, like one hectoliter would be how many cans? Like 300 pints or so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So small, mm-hmm. I mean, relatively comparatively small. Right. Um, yeah. so we'll just get to play around with stuff, see what we like, um, see what other people like and hopefully, um, take it to the market. And, and, and what, what styles are you focusing on out of the gate? Um, we're going to focus on, um, kind of more 
um, like more traditional classic style. So we're going to have like a pop forward golden blonde ale and a, nice. a pale ale. So pops. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's North America and people are crazy about those crazy little plants. So mm-hmm. interesting. So uh, do you want to give your, your new brewery a plug? Um, it's, we haven't, uh, announced anything yet. yet. We're still like in the final stages of like getting the name approved and, um, um, getting like legal paperwork signed and all that stuff. So next, um, next time you come produce stand, next time produce stand brewery would be uh, an amazing name. I think, you know, (laughs) I really wish they would bring puppers back, but maybe someday (laughs) I wish they would license that name out to some other breweries. Mm -hmm. It's the, what's, what was the one that was doing it on terror? I was forget slack. I think or something like, or stack 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 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or I mean, maybe their, their intention is to bring it back when the new season comes out anyway. Uh, so you're, you know, you're here because you're, you know, you listen to our podcast, you you take part in our DM group and, and you're, you're a good friend and a, a listener um, and you're a patron, which we really appreciate. So thank you for, for, for your support. Uh, how did you discover letter Kenny? Um, yeah. I mean, I guess to go uh, bring this up again, I, uh, have like a, I saw it mentioned in a whole bunch of different places. Um, I think maybe like a year ago or so, a, a good buddy of mine, um, we would riff back and forth on Trailer Park Boys and mm-hmm. music and things like that. So I kind of um, trust his opinion on knowing things I would really dig. And after like the fourth or fifth time of like random letter Kenny quotes, I'm like, okay, I need to get into this. <laughs> so like kind of watched a couple episodes and then it was quarantined. So like flew through everything in a week or two. <laughs> Um, and then discovered you guys just from, uh, starting to follow some of the cast members. And it's when, uh, cage, you guys had K Trev on and mm-hmm. season three, I think it was yeah. something like somewhere yeah, in there. Three. Sounds about right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, better than we do, I guess. That's great. So yeah. Let's, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Listen to that episode and, um, seemed like a really good rapport you had. So then went back to the beginning and made it through the, made it through the first podcast. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Right, yes. Thank you for enduring. Have you not taken that so, down yet? No, I, I had a taste of what came afterwards. So I, I, I had good faith. You guys, uh, you know, put your fingers out of your ass. So I didn't, I didn't, we figured it out. I didn't take it down cause I'm an archivist at heart, but I did, okay, then just I did say, re- well, just rename it. I did. I, skip. I renamed the episode. I renamed the episode. And so at the end of it, it says you can skip this one if you'd like um so uh <laughs> but yeah it's all coming back to me now you're actually you you were you took part in our ag hall social a few weeks back because uh, now i remember uh you telling us how you discovered letter yep. kenny back then that was that was pretty fun eh that was a lot of fun look yeah. forward to it again yeah that that uh that turned out well so i am i'm looking forward to it as well so tonight's lineup is going to be al victor matt tanya and we'll let our our uh aid or guest Adrian our Adrian (laughs) our Adrian our Adrian Adrian have the last word so how are you now I'm going to start with my week I guess um uh, I went back to school this week I started uh my course at UFT on uh, podcast marketing and uh yesterday was my first class and uh let me tell you I feel like Rodney Dangerfield getting no respect uh but you know I will say I'll brag I'll brag a little I think I'm one of the more advanced students in the class but uh Aged or advanced? Both. <laughs> That's Shut what up. I said. <laughs> Did you and Tanya call each other ahead of time for that one? Anyway, 
Uh, it's, it's so it's it's weird, you know. I haven't been in school in a while, and I mean, this is school. This is a, an online thing, and and I'm, I, I do a lot of that anyway as as my work. But uh, so this, but it, it's interesting. Uh, I'm so far, you know, it's only been one class, but I feel like I can I could deliver that class myself. But uh, it's, <laughs> do, do you feel like you're judging the format now that you are like do learning as a career? You did learning, as yeah. A well, I'm not, so I'm not judging because no, I know I know what how difficult it is for, for the uh, on the other side of it, right? Oh. So. So, um, and it's funny though, because I, I, I created a podcast, uh, curriculum myself. So I'm kind of always comparing what she, you know, all the things she's talking about to the, the, the instructors talking about to what I put into my course. And uh, so far they line up pretty nicely, but really, uh, my, the part I'm, I'm going to key in on is the marketing part. Then that's going to be kind of the second half of the course. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, so yeah, that was my week. Victor, how's your week? Uh, it's been a busy week. I started my new job this mm-hmm. week, so uh, I think I had 157 meetings uh, yeah. so far. <laughs> wow! Uh, How big is your team? Week. How big is your team? Uh, my team is so my team is not that big, but but kind of the folks that report to to the folks I look after, uh, it gets kind of spreads out. It's not the size of the team; it's the number of projects. Yes, yes, it's how you use it. Whatever. Uh huh. Thanks, oversight that we. But anyway, so <laughs> anyway, so anyway, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bore you with work. But I I started running, mm-hmm. uh, so I'm kind of happy about that. I feel like I can start. Um, you know, I have a little more control over my body now, so mm-hmm. that's good. No, oh, that's good. Yeah, because you balloon, were balloon out. big into running, but you I guess you stopped in the because you're a wuss when it comes to cold weather. And now that the cold weather's okay. gone, you're back. Accurate. Yeah, that's cool. So, anyway, so I'm happy about that. Um, and uh, yeah, just uh, you know. Just very busy this week, and so I'm I'm looking forward to the four day weekend now that I have. Yeah, and you're also keep you're going to keep us uh, uh, um, apprised of what's going on tonight in the game, right? So so today is the first uh, playoff yeah. game, uh, Toronto versus Montreal, um, and this is the first time the Leafs and the Habs meet in the playoffs since the seventies, right? Yeah, it's a disaster so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, their captain John Tavares got destroyed in the first period by. Uh, by the the rat Corey Perry, and oh, uh, no. he was wheeled off the ice. Uh, it looked like the, I, I thought he I thought he died. Like, <laughs> he was he was he, it did not look good. Uh, it it was one of the worst hits I've seen in a long long time. Wow. Anyway, um, so so that happened, and right now they're in the third period and they're losing two to one. Oh no, they're down two one. Oh man. Yeah. Okay, you know what? Don't tell. If it's bad news, don't tell us. But if if All they right. come back, let us know. Uh, Matt, we'll how's the background change? Yeah, how's your week, Matt? <laughs> the train so wreck for, will happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so first up, Victor, don't let them razz you about the getting back into running. I am also a hibernation runner where once the bad weather comes, I shut down for like six months and then I pick it back up. I also picked up running again this week. I had a couple good runs. I'm feeling out of shape, but we'll get there. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done some big runs in the past. I'm hoping to get back to that status, but I mean, I got to do it before what October before I shut down again. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see. Uh, but no, the week's been, weeks been good. This one, this one is all about the kids this week. And, and I don't talk about my kids a lot. And I think I've said before, I have three kids. Um, my youngest guy um, is in daycare. So he just started daycare that's been a fun you know amongst this pandemic and throw all the chaos into it Uh, super paranoid about that shit but mm -hmm. we've got him and his transition's going better than we thought so that's good he's having he's enjoying his naps he's not eating anything because their food is not what we feed him but anyways Mm -hmm. we're adapting and then my older son i had and i realized 
So he's 10, uh, what phase I am now in. And we've created a very, I wouldn't say open dialogue family where I'm like, you know, you're 10. I don't care what you want to ask, ask away, Mm -hmm. be open. We want to create that relationship. So what we got last week or on the weekend, we're sitting there, I think it was Saturday at dinner and everything's quiet for a second. All of a sudden my son says, Oh, next week we're learning about vaginas. <laughs> I almost choked. I'm like, oh, excuse me? He's like, well, yeah, we just finished penises this week, so we're going on a vagina. I'm like, perfect dinner talk. Why not? Um, awesome. so, so clearly they're into early stages of sex ed and all that, mm-hmm. just because the curriculum, they started at a younger age now. But and I, and I thought it was hilarious. I'm like, okay. So then fast forward to Wednesday and we're driving and he, I kid you not, without fail, described the entire process from the, the ovum leaving the, the I'm, I'm going to fuck this all up, down the fallopian <laughs> Because you don't know. He probably yeah. knows better you than you. Something? you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I learned a few things. <laughs> down the fallopian tube, it gets disseminated <laughs> and, and then the tits uh, attaches to the... Uh, Lying and then did you say the tits? I didn't mean to, but I did. Yes, <laughs> I'm struggling. It's the an uncomfortable don't have conversation. Anything to do with that area? <laughs> you know what well, you you know what you need I, to teach I, your. I son. got it right at least three times. You know what you, you know what you need to teach your son is not to be impolite, but you're not exposed to talk about sex, politics, or religion at the supper table. Yeah, you got to teach him about that. Well, this second uh, conversation was in a car, oh, and okay. I just kind of let him roll. But I was amazed because this kid can normally not repeat anything. I ask him any day what you learned in school today. He mm-hmm. can't tell me a fucking thing. As soon as this topic hit, he explained the entire process without fail. And I was like, all right. Yeah, maybe he's going to be the, nailed it. Maybe he's going to be the next Sue Johansson or Dr. Ruth or something. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Are we, sure but- he learned it in, are we sure he learned it in class and not just by the monkey bars? Oh, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's at that age. I know. It's It's been an interesting week. But I mean, I just realized I'm in a whole next level of parenting now. And uh, I'm going to have to handle oh. a lot more fun conversations like this. So. Only- <laughs> gets more interesting that's oh, all I, 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 oh oh okay i have to share it oh, i have boy. to share Go for it. there uh, uh um there was a moment uh where just standing in line waiting to to order some subs and um you know things just happened to pop up and she's talking about her son by the way not me and and, and it's like okay well you know that happens and that is perfectly normal and why don't you go wait in the car like things will calm down. And it's like all these things that I didn't know as a girl growing up. And I'm now like, and and we're very open dialogue as well. And having those, you know, casual, calm uh, uh, conversations and going for walks and, you know, just, just talking about everything. And it's amazing what can come up when you really Matt, open the dialogue. I had to have the conversation with my son when he was, uh, I I'm going to say, nine maybe uh, i had to tell him what teabagging meant because he came yeah. home one day <laughs> and said something about somebody was teabagging somebody at recess and we're like somebody was what now and pretty he's like, sure that didn't happen and he's like we're pretty sure that didn't happen he's like oh but it so i'm like you know what uh let's let's go talk about this and i had yeah. to explain cool. to him what it was and the, the look on his face after i explained it to him was like why would yeah. somebody do that? I'm like, exactly, yeah. buddy. Whatever you think that, well, and, that and, and meant, it's know. not what it meant. <laughs> and I'm not sure if I mentioned this already. Everyone, we, I already semi had this conversation with him because there was another topic that came up and, and I was forced to at least start the conversation. And then he, when, when he, when it started getting to that area, he was talking about, 
I said, well, what do you know about girls? He's like, well, their balls are up inside. I'm like, yeah, that's not quite right, but all right. So, I mean, well, he some was, of them. I mean, <laughs> he's on the right track. We're not I guess, judging. But. Yeah, we're not judging. Uh, yeah. I had a conversation with our son and uh, I said, you do know, like you are being taught all of these things. Right. And like, you know, not just the boy stuff, but the girl stuff too. You need to know all of it. And he's like, yeah, I know you get a period and you get grumpy and mean. <laughs> and I'm like, you watch yourself. I'm like, <laughs> oh. but hold on. I do got to say, and I know Al, you're, you're, you're aching to move on, but, um, that we did have one other laugh and I'm like, I don't know. I mean, regardless of where you stand on any of the topics in the world right now, mm -hmm. he said probably one of the most forward thinking comments mm -hmm. and responses I've ever heard. So we were making jokes. I have three boys, right? And we we're, we're all sitting there talking and my wife and I were joking around around how Caden, my youngest guy, I'm like, you know, we could just raise him as a girl because we really wanted a girl. And, and we were joking that my 10 year old goes, well, you know what? He can make that decision for himself when he's a little older. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, wow, look at awesome. you. Uh, well done. <laughs> already grasping the new world. That's good. That's good. All your head. Uh, well done. Uh, Tanya, how's your week? Uh, my week uh, started off um, crazy. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. There was a lot of stuff that came up, but thankfully um, we're ending on a, an, an upswing and uh, all the, the crap that started the, the week is, uh, is now uh, removed off my shoulders and I feel alleviated again. Um, we did have a, a early, early morning. Uh, Al and I both woke up at like five o'clock one day and uh, really enjoyed just that peaceful moment of like going for a walk by yourself, coming back, kicking your feet up and having a full cup of coffee, just sitting there by yourself and, and just uninterrupted, no kids. Uninterrupted. Yeah, it, was, it was awesome. Window was open. The breeze was coming in and it was just that quiet little moment before the day got crazy and school and work and mm -hmm. all that stuff. And I hope that that happens again because it was a lovely, <laughs> great way to start the day. Haven't been able to wake up that early since. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Adrian, how, how's your week? It's been good. Uh, I hit my uh, two week, um, two week notice uh, after my second shot yesterday. So oh, I'm fully good. vaccinated. Fully. Nicely nice, done. Well done. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm so um, excited for mine. Mm -hmm. That's great news. Mm -hmm. You guys are one in, right? Yeah, we're one in. Uh, and by the, by the way, I just want to give kudos uh, on the pod now about the, to your T-shirt, which is uh, "Give Your Balls a Tug, Tit Fucker." I love it. I don't know is that is that from the Letter Kenny store or, or is that a like? A, I think I found it on Amazon. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, well done. good old Amazon. So I wish I could plug a you know a better <laughs> place, but drunk in Amazon shopping and watching letter Kenny go like, Hey, that's a dangerous thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, at least you're not drunk in uh, Facebook market watching like, uh, like, uh, wow. like some people, wow. <laughs> some people, we, we won't go there though. Uh, this was a judgment free zone. So just before we started recording, I went upstairs to see what was taking Tanya so long. And sure enough, she was still uh, laying with the girl. I know it's like, do you need a coffee? Do you feel like you need a coffee? Yes. Yes. Victor, do you, yes. would you like a coffee to, to stay awake for the, the rest of this game? I'd have a coffee. <laughs> Matt, would you like a coffee? I mean, I'm surprised we're not drinking coffee right now. Great, because as you know, diabolical coffee is now being served at the produce stand. It's devilishly good coffee and diabolically awesome swag. There's a roast for all tastes and even some you didn't know you wanted. You can order whole bean, coarse, and standard grind and espresso. Or if you'd like, 
If you're like Tanya and me, there's a K-Cup option for single cup brewers. And for the duration of this season uh, of our podcast, you can use the promo code PRODUCESTAND for 10% off anything in the store. That's 10% off any coffee or merchandise. So take advantage. They got actually some really cool merchandise. Like it's a great logo. Uh, but And the coffee is amazing too, by the way. <laughs> Thank you to uh, Diabolical Coffee for your support this season. And speaking of support. We have uh, 38 new Twitter followers, so sit back and relax, and here we go. Uh, welcome to Arianda, Arianda from uh, Vegas, uh, Sanvi Nandi, App Mountain Girl, SNY, BJ Welch 67 from Sarasota, OJ Didn't Do It, uh, Mike the Vike, Darren Hamlin from Ohio, George Rando, Eric Wright from New Jersey, <clears throat> Eric, by the way, is the owner and proprietor of, Di- of uh, Diabolical Coffee. So thank you, Eric, for the follow. Angie S. Trevor Sharp from Salt Lake City. Mr. Guy Leash. Sid from Oklahoma City. Kane Flannery from Australia. Uh, Anna Shiesty Drifter. Nick uh, Nickel. Uh, Torn from Vancouver. Noah Allen. Uh, Adam Zyja uh, from Drakeit. From Drakeit. Um, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Thank you. Uh, that's uh, our buddy, J- uh, Jason C., by the way, who is helping me out with uh, the read now. <clears throat> Kiara Brogan, Lee Flurry, Tori Georgia, <laughs> Rich Wyrus from Aiken, South Carolina, Dave at It's Just Carrie, Ian Lohaj, uh, Joan Leitch from Edmonton, Kevin Burns from uh, New Haven, Connecticut, Matt. Uh, Letter Kenny subreddit, subreddit. That's our our friend Awesome there who runs that one. Pod Skier from Seattle. Ben Scott, Savage Empire Pod, Rachel Texas, and then the latest uh, follower. And I'm going to need Jason's help for this one. Is Massachusetts dot Massachusetts dot Massachusetts from Massachusetts. So thank you very much oh, <laughs> for God. your follow. <laughs> and for uh, hopefully listening, I have a feeling that last one there may have been. And, and so, I mean, I don't want to let this podcast get to my head, <clears throat> but when I saw this follow come up, I went to the the, the profile of the this this uh, Twitter account, and it's it had it had the word Massachusetts mentioned so many times there, uh, and then it was it had just been opened yesterday it's only following one account which is ours and there's only one tweet there and it's pitter patter so i I feel like i feel like that somebody might be targeting me specifically and again i don't want to make it about me but i don't know all of all of the evidence kind of and then when did the clip come into play well so (laughs) so, i think it was jason trying to get on the podcast well jason jason offered uh some help there uh and he sent me this (laughs) he just recorded the one word well he recorded it and he sent it to me because he's got a great voice and so he's helping out here so uh i really appreciate it jason that's so good (laughs) <laughs> oh my god well don't bore us the best response to that. last week we recapped and reviewed episode two of season six bush party season that episode received a fresh rating from matt tanya trace and myself and a clearance from victor according to our scientific twitter poll 83.3 uh, percent of you agreed giving the episode a fresh and the rest were wrong as victor giving it a clearance uh no composts mm-hmm. were given uh this week we recap and review the third episode of season six the city um i've done my homework victor have you done your homework i have matt have you done your homework i have tanya have you done your homework yes and adrian have you done your homework and confirm all right uh, it'd be horrible of you not to have done it <laughs> <laughs> 
We start with the cold open. A reminder, but I remembered. <laughs> All right. We start with the cold open. The Hicks are out in the barn having breffix. Uh, Wayne notices Derry smells different. Asks if he's wearing perfume. Squirrely Dan thinks he's wearing cologne. Derry corrects them both. It's actually eau de toilette. Kate wonders what the difference is. A cologne is about 7% aromatic essences dissolves in alcohols, whereas an eau de toilette is 10% aromatic essences. There you go. An eau de toilette like this <laughs> will evaporate from your skin pretty rapidly, so you're going to want to load up on it. You could still take a good 23 to 27% <laughs> off her bud. He never wears too much perfume with Miss Katie's, and that's what I appreciate about just... Let's not. The eau de toilette is enchantingly refreshing on summer days like this. <laughs> that may be the softest thing you've ever said, Derry. No, it isn't. What is? I can't stand harsh metals against my skin. They give me a <laughs> Marie, Fred, and Nick uh, join them with plates of pancakes. Only they aren't pancakes, they're crepes. Crepes. Squirrely Dan thinks uh, they should open a crepes shop with their crepes. Well, know what? I already told her that. You call it Planet of the Crepes. Crepe Canaveral. The Crepe Crusader. Crepe Winslet. Do the carpets match the crepes? <laughs> the crepe of things. Date crepe. I don't know about that one. It's crepes on a date? Your mind out of the gutter. The great is crepe. Crepe fear. Sex, lies, and video crepe. Sadako and the thousand paper crepes. Great book. <laughs> and Nick corrects the way they pronounce crepe, uh, says they butcher their language. But Squirrely Dan responds that to be fair, there's folks in France. To be France, fair. To be fair. There are folks in France who think Quebecers butcher their language. Uh, that gets ooze from around the table. <laughs> uh, Wayne suggests that there are pretty good names for crepe as well. Johnny Crepe. Holy crap. Totally crepes of the heart. Crepe Up. Starring Channing Tatum. Crepe Up too. The Streets. Crepe Le Pew. Le Crepinaire. I'd have a Crepsicola. Rips, Creps, Revelations. Crepititis. <laughs> <laughs> Will you get off my dick today? Lead Crepling. You know, if I keep eating all these crepes, might get a crepe worm. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a tapeworm, but it's, it's having the. Wish you weren't so fucking awful. I don't know why you didn't get laughed. Not a boy. And we cut I to the thing. Stage seminal vesicles. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. This cold open. This cold open was a lot of fun. Um, uh, you know, it, it was fun. Like uh, the, uh, the get off my dick. Uh, we, we were laughing through that. But that, that's one of my favorite lines there. Um, <clears throat> Matt, by the way, uh, one, you said one of the softest things on Twitter today. Uh, do you want to repeat what that was? <laughs> Was it the Katy Perry reference? Yes. Is that what we're talking about? I, was, I went for I a fantastic groups in there. <laughs> nah, I went for a fantastic run today. Did really well, and <laughs> Katy Perry's roar happened to come on the playlist, and I happened just let it run. Come. No, no, I believe you said that was your running playlist that had. No, I said today's playlist oh, okay. was this. I let it. I let it shuffle, <laughs> and yes. Yeah, so what? I mean, if you want to dig deep, it it is on my playlist. <laughs> but that's what happened to come on, and I just roll, roared with it. And uh, yeah, did it empower you? Did it did. It, it I did. mean, if it, if it really means, listen, I got kids as well, so half my playlist is the goddamn troll soundtrack. So <laughs> that's normally my playlist. So I feel like this is a step up. Uh, anyway, uh, fun cold open. We we get another dose of relationship. Wayne with Marie Fred. We get uh, Katie saying, you know, telling Dan to get off her dick. We get uh, uh, you know, the the riffing back and forth on crepes and crepes. So uh, it was fun. You know, not one of the top, but but all definitely not one of the bottoms. Uh, I enjoyed this uh, cold open, Victor. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, and 
And what I liked about it is that they introduced a couple of things that went on throughout the episode, mm-hmm. which I, I enjoy a little more because then it makes the uh, cold open a little more meaningful. Yeah. So so that was good. And uh, though by the time they got into the whole crepes discussion, I kind of forgot that they were in a cold open. I, I just because <laughs> it, it, it they went off they went off script. Like um, mm-hmm. it felt like there's there was kind of two complete separate parts to the cold open, right? And you know mm-hmm. going on about the colognes and all that, and then right. all of a sudden we're talking about crepes it felt disconnected like mm-hmm. not in a negative way it just felt disconnected so i kind of felt like okay we're now in the episode right um you've forgotten and, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah so so i don't know if you take marks off for that but uh but overall i i enjoyed the whole thing uh and i, I like to call back to the crepes creps and revelations but i'm wondering <laughs> do they get points for call like for for using their own joke in in no. one of these riffs no this work, it worked you think you know it worked? why yeah, it worked though it worked. why it's because he he mimicked uh, Pastor Glenn. Yeah, all right. Like he, he yeah he, yeah yeah. But see, for me, that's it. Kind of made me feel like where the hell is Pastor Glenn? <laughs> it yeah. just made Victor miss Pastor Glenn. But he did it <laughs> so well. Like that's what Crips, brought the laugh. Crips, out. Revelations. But, but I thought he said crepelations. So <laughs> uh, Matt, what do you think? What do you think of the cold open? I liked it a lot. And I'm with Victor. I mean, it definitely felt a little disconnected, but it worked. I mean, I don't know. I, I've had a lot of either drunken or stone conversations in my life where you start off on one topic and you don't even know how you got there, but you're mm-hmm. talking about 15 different things down the road and you forgot even how you started your conversation. Mm-hmm. So that didn't bother me. It actually made me laugh a lot. I mean, the eau de toilette cologne information, that was a fact for me. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, I, I did. Learned a, I learned a lot. I, didn't I, would, know I, would, like a, I would fact check before you continue spreading the... <laughs> I well, did know that. I mean, in, in, Le- in Letterkenny, I trust, so... I, I'm uh, just happy Derry's graduated from Banana Boat to, to but i didn't know there was like a scientific difference between Mm -hmm. the two i always just saw them i thought they're just different fancy ways of saying cologne but yeah i don't know i I think i liked it i think a nick's just culturing dairy a bit that's all (laughs) maybe and then i mean and then then yeah i think you're also uh right victor in the fact that they they start a couple things and continue on like the Mm -hmm. the the softest thing you've said i I love that whole element of this episode yeah and they started it there and then Mm -hmm. it continues on um, and then those, those wordplay rants are, mm-hmm. I, those are always some of my favorites. I know they can get carried away at times, but I think they nailed it in this opening. Um, so I, I started off laughing and uh, was excited about what was, what was to come. Yeah. Dan? Uh, the, the wordplay uh, rants, mm-hmm. I always picture the, the, the uh, writers in a room together and just like <laughs> right. having an absolute blast, like like patting each other on their back and like just pointing at each other mm-hmm. and laughing their asses off when somebody comes up with a good one. Um, so yeah, the wordplay is fun. Um, I want to ask the question, what's with Katie's hate on Squirrely Dan lately? Like mm-hmm. it seems like there's been a turn and she's just like always kind of yeah, she was a little hard on him last uh, episode. Is that and, and, this? And this is that yeah, the, I don't know. Like, was there something that happened? Is this going to carry through? Like, mm-hmm. was is there going to be a callback to to what it is that's all of a sudden changed she, she, her? I think I he ate know. her crepe. <laughs> yeah. <there's, laughs> well, you're right. She bar- she barked at him last uh, episode when he yeah. tried to bring up Professor Trisha, and uh, now this. Yeah, maybe she's just getting tired. I of his love. Shit. I love the get off my dick. <laughs> Loved that. I knew you. Oh would. my god. I'm like, I gotta use that somewhere or put it on a t-shirt. I don't you know, know what? Next time the girl asks you to to the demands dinner or something, you should say that to her. Get off my dick. <laughs> Actually, it was I, I so. I have to. <laughs> I have to side note that. So the the kids are at home um, school and. 
and her mic was off and um, I was late with the morning snack. And so I brought it to her and she goes, mom, you're a little late today. Oh, wow. And the teacher heard (laughs) her and she's like, "Uh, your mic is off right now. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, that was so embarrassing. I'm like, that was embarrassing because you were snotty. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Yeah. Uh, So I just kind of wonder what Katie's issue is with Dan. Yeah, it's a good point. I don't know. Uh, But you're right. In the last few episodes, she's been kind of harsh on him. Uh, Adrian, what do you think of this cold open? Um, I thought it started great. You mm-hmm. get a little, uh, you get to see the Caesars being put down on the table again. At oh the yeah, beginning. that's right. Yeah. Uh, I really love the riffing. It just seems like they're getting back to old form mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, wonderful, heartwarming finish with dairy pr- pronounced. Yeah. Correctly pronouncing. I can't even fucking breakfast, say it. Breakfast. Uh, yeah. Correctly <laughs> pronouncing breakfast. Oh, yeah, right. With a lot of, with a lot of effort, but yeah, he, he gets Good it. Out you got there. Yeah. You got there. Um, I think, to so far in the season it's my favorite cold open for this season oh, so oh for this season yeah you're probably right yeah i, I agree i'd agree with that uh, for the season i think it's a it's probably the best one so far That's all right accurate. yeah coming out of the uh theme we have scene one the hicks are hanging out at the protest stand wayne gets a call it's rolled he's crying but he can barely uh get stewart's name uh, out before wayne says nope and hangs up on him <laughs> katie asks who it was uh and uh Wayne just responds, skid. Uh, then uh, Derry's phone rings. He answers. It's it's uh, rolled again. This time he gets as far as saying, it's Stuart. He's in tr-, before Derry hangs up. <laughs> Katie asks Derry who it was. Derry answers, skid. Uh, then Squirrely Dan's phone is next. He answers, and this time rolled gets out the whole sentence. Stuart's in trouble. Uh, Squirrely Dan doesn't say anything. He just passes his phone on to Katie. Katie answers by saying, call me first next time. Uh, rolled tells Katie that Stuart is dealing and a rival dealer is threatening to kill him. Katie uh, tells him to stop dealing and to come home. But Rold says Stuart refuses because he's a vigilante now. Fuck's sakes. Okay, we're coming. Oh, yeah. No, we're not. Yes, we are. No, we're not. Yes, we are. No, we're not. Dan, get off my dick today. Sorry, <laughs> You don't want to go to the SPCA and play with the dogs? Oh. What's the matter, Derry? You don't want to go to the food court in the mall and get a little bit of everything to create the perfect meal? Oh. And Dan, if you get off my dick, we'll play Big Buck Hunter HD 42-inch wild at one of the Donnelly bars. Uh, this excites Squirrely Dan very much, so the hicks are agreeable to Katie's terms. Uh, next scene, at Gay's house in the city, uh, Stuart is admiring himself in the mirror. He fashions himself a real-life Robin Hood, pop culture's most beloved vigilante. He even puts on a Robin Hood hat. Uh, Rold pops up to tell him that Katie and the hicks are on their way to take them home. Stuart's not happy about that idea. They keep drugs safe. Rold says that they're not supposed to be safe. They're drugs. Uh, Gay is in... Gay is in on, uh, or sorry, Gay is on Stewart's side. A rolled shows them the note that was stuck to their door. The third note that week. This one reads: uh, "Keep green, out the club, or you're dead." Uh, the spelling and grammar on the note is horrible, and that's what Stewart and Gay key in on. <laughs> rolled says that's what makes them scary. They're too hardcore to proofread. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if they don't take the edifice of their letters seriously, why would I take their threat seriously? One mistake is enough for you to ignore the angel of death. Two. Two. Two mistakes. In two sentences. Your versus your Y-O-U apostrophe R-E is so fucking basic it's embarrassing. If you want to say you are dead, which this fucking boob is cheaply attempted, 
then you would want to use your. Where is the other mistake? Omission of the word of. May have been an intentional omission. <laughs> sure, Rold. He's a man of exorbitantly few words. So, my reply. Stuart writes a reply. Your threat is meaningless, and orders Rold to stick it to the door. Gay is so turned on by Stuart that she drags him to the bedroom to have her way with him. Scene three. Back at Modine's three, Raleigh and Jonesy are having drinks with Ron and Dax. Uh, they're talking about their dream notches on the bedpost, dead or alive. Dax's is Terry Fox. Ron's is Wayne Gretzky. Riley's is Gretzky too, which excites both uh, Ron and Dax until he clarifies that he's talking about Paulina Gretzky, not Wayne. Uh, Jonesy says his is Ariana Grande. They're interrupted by none other than Chorzy, who's at the bar with Marianne and Betty Ann. Ariana Grande looks like she's a Ted Fucker. I'm giving the preschool your plate number. Chorzy? And Gretz's daughter is a married woman, you classless piece of shit. She wouldn't fuck you if you had Mario's dangles and Messier's dick. Fuck you, Chorzy. Fuck you, Daxie. You wouldn't know what to do with the great one. He fires bigger rockets than Elon Musk. Oh, fuck you, Marianne. And fuck you, Ronzi. You're a marathon of dope. Terry Fox ran 3,400 miles in 143 days on one leg. If he were alive, he'd be getting handies from Hilton's and Hadid's. Fuck you, Betty Ann. If Terry Fox was alive, Giselle would be sliding into his DMs from Patriots games. Oh, fuck you, Marianne. If Terry Fox ran 143 days, he smashed 143 broads, and that's probably fucking light. Fuck <laughs> you, Shorzy. If Terry Fox was alive, he'd have an interview show like Seinfeld. You mean comedians in cars getting coffee? Yeah, but it'd be called Canadians in cars getting blows. If Terry Fox was alive, he'd be smashing J-Law and J-Lo on ScarJo's boat. He'd be boating with Kylie Minogue. Let's get some fucking gyozas. Fuck you, Shorzy. <laughs> I love the Canadians in cars getting blowies. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's, it feels like sacrilege to be talking about Terry Fox that way. But man, that, that's funny shit. Uh, scene four. The Hicks are at the city at the SPCA uh, playing with some dogs. Katie comments to Wayne that the city isn't looking too bad. Wayne's just happy to be alive after sharing the highway with city drivers. Uh, Wayne asks if they're doing uh, if they're going to find Stuart. Derry pumps the brakes. He thought they were going to the food court for some pizza, fries, sushis, yogenfrus. Wayne assures them that they'll be getting some Szechuan shawarma stir, stir fries and five guys. And Squirrelly Dan says he can't forget about Colonel's Cajun barbecue and DQs. And Katie says there's no way they're missing tacos and Quiznos, Chipotle and Chick-fil-A. They're meeting the skids at the club at midnight. That gives them six hours to kill. Uh, but Katie still needs to find something to wear so she can show these city girls what's up. So she wants to go to get going. Uh, and that's when this happens. It's always so tough saying bye to the puppies. Like, they're so cute, you almost don't want to. That may be the softest thing you've ever said, big brother. No, it isn't. What is? How come no one ever compliments me on my eyelashes? <laughs> You're paraphrasing, you fucking know it. Is that what I'm doing? What I said was, I got real long eyelashes. Well, I'm surprised no one's ever noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> Scene number five. Back at Gay's house, Roald interrupts their love fest with another threatening letter with odious spelling and grammar. Uh, they write another letter in response, and this time they use an exclam exclamation mark to show they mean it. They send Roald on his way and return to their sexcapades. This time, Gay produces a water-filled plastic bag with a goldfish in it. 
<laughs> scene six. <laughs> no. Just no. That's, that's, that's something to look up in the dark. Cut to the mall parking lot. The Hicks are recovering from their food court crawl uh, in the back of Wayne's pickup. Uh, Katie is ready to go back in to shop for an outfit. Derry says he'll join her because he needs to have a seat in the washroom. Squirrely, Dan's an indig- Squirrely Dan is indignant that Derry would dare have a sits down in a public washroom. How could you dare? How could you do such a thing? Public washrooms is disgusting. Poop particles is literally airborne. We're going to cease mingling with the peasants again now, have we, Dan? Won't find a more vile environment on the planet Earth. Not for my money. Not for my money either. Well, how's the weather up there in your ivory tower, Wayne? Well, I'll go in. Just won't have a sit down. I'll rock one, like a good old boy, not a monster. Must be nice to have the option. Well, I just get the giggles is all. Ain't nothing to giggle about in a cesspool of fecal matters and pee-pees. Sure there is. Well, hurts. Ew. That's when Wayne brings back one of his old words of wisdom. Well, there's nothing funnier than a fart. Except kids falling off bikes, maybe. Fuck, I could watch kids fall off bikes all fiscal day. I don't give a shit about your kids. A squirrely Dan is strangely not having any of the fart conversation. Wayne says he'll never la- not laugh at farts. Uh, Katie is tiring of the conversation, but Derry brings up a courtesy aspect to the farting in public washrooms. Well, this should be interesting. Well, like if you go into a public bathroom and there's a guy in a stall, he'll announce his presence to you. Like how? Be sitting there and maybe he'll clear his throat. Like <clears throat> that's exactly how they do it, Derry. They go. <clears throat> Why would he want to announce that he's having a sit-down? What's well, so that? The first sound you hear is not a fart. He's prepping you for the acoustics. And how is that courteous? <laughs> well, let's say you're like me. You get the giggles. From a fart. I get the giggles from a fart, yes. You're in there. You're at the urinal. You hear a fart. You giggle a wee bit. Get shaken. This goes everywhere. How do you think the peace particles gets airborne? It's weird. Because dudes will fart in front of each other any day of the week. As soon as you get into a public stall, want to announce their presence. Make sure one doesn't sneak up on you. But it's a public bathroom. You're supposed to hear those sorts of sounds. It's just different in there, Katie. It's more intimate. Come off it. Some dudes want to announce themselves by sniffing, which is not the right avenue. Ain't nothing in there you want to be sniffing. <laughs> oh, Squirrely Dan has one final piece of advice on the matter. You guys should make some better efforts to avoid bacterial exposures. Good hygiene is the only genes that never goes out of styles. Dan, I think that might be the softest thing you've ever said. No, it isn't. What is? <laughs> okay. One time, my perennials didn't come in for the second years, and you know, perennials is exposed to live more than two years. So I said, I'm so upset about my perennials. <laughs> yeah, Katie leaves to do her shopping <laughs> with Derry and Toe, uh, wearing his barn clothes, by the way. Barn clothes and boot and rubber boots rubber to a boots. fucking mall. Uh, once they're far <laughs> enough away, Squirrely Dan rips a fart, which makes Wayne giggle. Farting appropriately. Yeah. Scene number seven, back at Gay's house. So, 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 just, so oh, just, just wait. So, so while Squirrely's talking about all of his uh, yeah. bathroom hygiene uh, stories, all I could think about is that story that he told us on our very special uh, right podcast yeah, with, with him. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah, man. about it, about uh, yeah, <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, yeah Jimmy Kimmel. Funny. Yeah, bathroom story. So <laughs> that's what that's that's what I was visualizing while he was talking about that. Well, I found it hilarious because I do the throat clearing thing. If I'm in a bathroom <laughs> in a stall by myself and i hear somebody coming in i will clear my throat <laughs> is that to like this this is this is fact yes uh so yeah. it's it, you it's, make some kind of noise but it's a clearing of throat mm-hmm. i some i i've i've been known to stomp the floor just a little <laughs> bit just just some just something to say hey 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 bro bro i'm in here yeah i'm you know, in I here a, and get out no is is, is this no just, just, just no it's just, just a warning just so you're both aware yeah. that there is two people in this room yeah 
He yeah, wants weird shit. You don't want, and you don't want them to start jerking the door, right? Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> the other thing. Yeah, 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 right, that yeah. too, right? Because I've had that where my door wasn't, I don't like the, the lock was faulty, and somebody like just barges in, and, and I'm sitting there. So yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have a I have a coworker that apparently didn't get that message. So I went in, used the urinal, didn't hear anybody in the bathroom, and I'm used to being like, "Hey, you know, I'm energy conscious. I'm going to turn the light off." So on my way out, I flick the light. <laughs> I'm halfway out the door. I hear a little, "Hello." <laughs> See, had you had they coughed or something, noise, you would have known, and that situation would have been shitting avoided. in the light. Well, yeah. exactly. That, that's a great point. So another part of that courtesy is, yeah, somebody's in there. So if you're going in thinking you're alone, and you, I don't know, you start humming <laughs> Katy Perry songs or something, you know, that would be really fucking embarrassing. So yeah, it's yeah. A good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear. I see what you're doing there, and I don't like it, but it's all right. I, I get I it. Got, I got to say, I don't. I don't recall that happening. It's been a long time since I've been in a public washroom. Oh, mind you, but no, I, I don't think women do that because I cannot. I cannot tell you. Well, is is it different? Maybe because you all use stalls, right? We all use stalls. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I don't know. I mean, Maybe. we have we have a combo setup, right? <laughs> With the standing and the sitting version, it's like a stand sit desk situation. I'm just so, I just have this this uh, mental image of 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 Matt going into the bathroom, going to a stall, and and while he's rocking a piss, he's humming, "I got the eye of the tiger." <laughs> Listen, I thought this was a judgment-free podcast. Oh, you, you should have know come better. to the wrong place. <laughs> Scene number seven, back at Gay's house. Someone knocks on the front door. Rold answers. It's a couple of city girls. They tell Rold that they can help with their with the threats. Uh, they don't want the drug dealers in the club either. Rold thanks them, but says that the Hicks are coming to, from Letterkenny to take them home. Just then, you can hear loud, raucous sex coming from inside the house. The city girls wish Rold luck getting Stewart away from that. Uh, Rold is concerned that there may be animals being harmed in there, uh, the, or at least goldfish. <laughs> or fish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the city girls get back to the point. Uh, some hicks from Letterkenny aren't going to cut it. These dealers rolled uh, deep. The, they take their shit seriously. The skids are keeping them safe, even though it's not supposed to be safe because it's drugs. And they appreciate it. But these dudes won't stop until the skids are off their turf one way or another. They do not They do not care, as is evidenced by their poor spelling and grammar. They're dangerous. Roll degrees wholeheartedly. Scene eight. Uh, back at Modine's three, Riley and Jonesy and Ron and Dax are comparing their takedown tallies for their bet. Uh, they go on to compare all their ethnically diverse takedowns. Ever smashed an Ecuadorian Albanian? Of course. Ever smashed a Sierra Leonean Saudi? No. Ever smashed a Sri Lankan French citizen? Several. Never smashed a Uruguayan Israeli? What? How about a Croatian Quebecer? Likely. Likely. Have you ever smashed a Tibetan New Zealander? No. <laughs> How about a Moroccan Hong Konger? No. You ever smashed a Cuban Uzbek? Come on. Ever smashed a Maltese Congolese? Boy, is that, I think that's a dog. You ever smashed a Baltic <laughs> German a Spaniard? That's for sure. <laughs> How about a Baltic Russian Iraqi? You for sure smashed a Peruvian Turk. Everyone has. Same way everyone smashed a Welsh Nigerian. Give me a Swedish Filipino for dinner. And a Guatemalan Slovak for dessert. Oh. That scene goes on for a long, long time. A long um, time. So good. It, it, it's it, it gets <laughs> yeah. saved when Riley. Well, well, okay. It, it yeah, gets exactly. saved. It gets saved when Riley and Jonesy go, dude. I think that's a dog. And then the yeah. next, and then a, that is a dog. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it, it says, uh, Congolese. Yeah. Yeah. It, it goes on for a while though, and it's clear that Riley and Jonesy are going to lose this bet. Scene nine. 
At the nightclub, the skids are dealing their green G. The other drug dealing thugs make their entrance. See the skids pull. Uh, see the skids and pull their switchblades. Uh, the skids look worried, but then the hicks make their entrance, led by Katie, and the skids look relieved. Wayne begins to unbutton his sleeves, but before they can spring into action, the thugs are attacked by a large group of city girls who proceed to beat them with their shoes. Uh, the hicks are confused. Gay and Katie share an annoying glance, and Gay takes the skids and leaves the club. Uh, next scene, scene ten. Uh, the Hicks and Skids are at another bar having some drinks and just talking over uh, what just happened. Um, that was pretty fucking serious. That was pretty fucking serious. Bringing weapons to a street fight. Strike fucking five million against the city. And a lot of them condo buildings just looks like human storage is to me. Pretty fucking serious, Skid. Mortally fucking serious, Hick. It's time to come home, Stuart. Can we leave now? No. Train ain't coming back, bud. Stuart! I said no! Stuart, gotta lay low for a while. What about... You go your way, I'll go another. It's best if we split up. What about... Just... Just for now. Stuart and Gay go on to recite their fuck you mantra. I hate my parents, I hate the world, and I hate myself. The Hicks just shake their heads at the exchange. Rold sobs loudly. Uh, Gay reassures Stuart that they will rebel again. She gets up and she leaves. Uh, the Hicks have one final task before leaving the city. Um, Miss Katie's. What? Was I able to successfully... Stay off my dick today, Dan? Yes. And yes, you may. You need competition. You know what? It's better with an even number. The Hicks race off to play some big Buck Hunter HD 42-inch while uh, leaving Stuart sitting sadly watching Gay walk away and we fade to black. All right. Uh, before we start with the discussion, I just want to remind you guys, we're playing the uh, Guest Victor's uh, MVP game here. Shit. So I wasn't even thinking. During the discussion. Can uh, you start including that in the homework reminder, please? <laughs> Well, just write down, like, we're, we're going to discuss it now. Write down who you think Victor might have as his MVP, uh, and, and then we'll talk MVP after. So, discussion. I guess it starts with me. Uh, this uh, episode was uh, was a lot of fun. It was really good. I really appreciate the, the skid storyline in this one. I think this is the first time they've had, like, a really meaty storyline uh, that wasn't like ridiculous like uh uh and and i really appreciate it i really liked the the development there i love the the hicks begrudgingly going to to help them to bring them back from the city uh you know they're even though they they all they hate the skids the skids are still from letter kenny they're still you know quote unquote family and they're in trouble so they got to go help them so i love all that i love katie's exchanges um she she's sean in this episode as far as i'm concerned rolled really sean in this episode i thought he was a lot of fun and really funny he had a lot of really funny moments and just the uh the the weird sexual scenes between Gay and Stewart were were hilarious, um, yeah, and and you know what I re- I really appreciated the 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 kind of switch switcheroo that happened at the nightclub. You know, we're expecting another uh, this the Hicks to come to the rescue again, and they weren't needed. They were actually. Uh, uh, the the women stepped in and and showed their appreciation of what the skids were doing to help to, to keep them safe, uh, and uh, and the look of the confusion on the skids or, or on the hicks was funny and it was hilarious. So yeah, the, overall I, I really enjoyed this episode. I, I thought it was a strong strong story. Um, <clears throat> that cold open, like you said, it set up a bunch of jokes that recurred throughout the whole thing. It's funny. That's the only thing the cold open had in common though with the rest of the story. Uh, it felt like a completely 
other episode, I remember going back to watching this uh, a couple of other times, hitting that cold open going, oh, yeah, that happened in this episode because it felt like so long ago because everything else was so dense in terms of the Hick story or the Skid storyline. So anyway, uh, I thought it was a really strong, complete episode. Uh, Victor, what did you think? I didn't like it. Oh, boy. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Victor. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I enjoyed the cold open. I, you know, even though kind of, we talked about those oddities about it, but, um, I don't know. I just wasn't the, the main, the main storyline of this where, you know, where the skids and mm-hmm. obviously, and I just, I wasn't intrigued by that storyline. And I, you know, I, I, it just, it didn't hook me. I, I don't know what to tell you. And, and since, since kind of everything was centered, centered around that, yeah. uh, I didn't enjoy that. Di- and then kind of the little commercial breaks in between with, you know, Riley and Jones, I did not enjoy that, uh, that whole, that whole scene where they just went on, mm-hmm. uh, about, um, uh, uh, all the different ethnic, ethnic. Uh, yeah, groups yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I, uh, there's just nothing that captured me. It was, it was fine, mm-hmm. but, uh, I don't know. I could nitpick, uh, probably every scene uh, hmm. after the cold open. That's uh, oh, I agree with you that the Ron and Dax and Riley and Jonesy scenes, especially the second scene, was uh, was w- was um, long and 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 drawn out. I, I I appreciated the first scene, the 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 you know when they're with talking Shorzy. about yeah with Shorzy and they're talking about Wayne Gretzky and Paulina Gretzky. I thought that was fun yeah. and the, the Terry Fox. No, stuff. It, 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 yeah. was, it was, except that, you know, that I kind of started to feel uncomfortable with the whole Terry Fox thing, to be honest. Like, I, it's like I was thinking, is this, is this, is this right? Why not? They weren't, they weren't, uh, they no, weren't I know, speaking I know, badly I of him. Know. They were saying he, he, if he was doing that in this day and age, he'd be, he'd be taking down a lot of, uh, yeah. I know. I just feel like, I. Uh, that's not... <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm surprised. I thought I really I really enjoyed the skid storyline. I thought it was it was a solid one. Matt, what did you think? Yeah, yeah. I'm confused by Victor here. You, um, Victor, you're into superhero. I mean, they were vigilantes. They like they were doing a good thing by <laughs> keeping the women safe. I don't know. They're not supposed to be safe. <laughs> They're drugs. <laughs> well, I don't I, know. Is, go yeah, ahead, I'm confused a lot. So here's the truth. I feel like, okay, I didn't watch it today. I watched it a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I should have rewatched it today again. Uh, I'll be honest, the playback, I, I didn't laugh as hard, but mm-hmm. I still, and it's not it's not taking away. I, would you, would you like to talk about your state of mind uh, when you watched it a couple of days ago? <laughs> well, I smoked, I smoked a joint before, but maybe that helped. Um, but... <laughs> Maybe that's how I need to watch every episode because I laugh so fucking hard. Like from start to finish when I watched it a couple of days ago and everything I thought was bad. But there's a couple of things. I think, Adrian, you've already commented on this. I feel like you're going to bring it up again. A lot of what happens episode, I thought, took it back to why we love Letterkenny. There was a lot of like a lot of their good gimmicks. They worked mm-hmm. together. There was these wordplay. I loved it. Um, you saw a lot of the characters. And, and again, I hear you. The, the, the cutaways to Riley and Jonesy, not really part of the story, but that's what this show does. There's usually a semi story happening and they always do cutaways to incorporate other characters. I'm okay with that. And I thought the stuff they did like that whole interracial smash battle, like that, <laughs> I was dying. Like I was laughing my fucking ass off yeah. that entire mm-hmm. thing. I thought it was so brilliant. And, and just the, the looks on Riley and Jonesy's faces as they got deeper into, they were so confused and all over the map. Like mm-hmm. what? Like I assume. Yeah, it was great. Um, but at the same time, this is one of the first episodes, and Al, I think you talked about this in another one, where I'm starting to feel a much stronger 
actual storytelling happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did a great job with, with the skid story here. And was it fantastic? It was, it was good. I really enjoyed the fact that they actually were telling a story mm-hmm. um, and they brought the, the, the Hicks in um, and I, and I followed it from start to finish. I laughed my ass off. Um, there was just so many good elements about this, about this, even the grammar battle that was going on. I thought, <laughs> cause that would be something that pissed me right off. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm like, I mean, I'm not a writer. I hate reading mm-hmm. like I'm like no other, but I'm actually quite very, I'm very good at grammar. Mm-hmm. So things like that get under my skin and I would be ripping those notes apart. Everyone that gave, <laughs> was given to me. So I can respect the frustration <laughs> when those came in. Um, there was just so many things I related to. So no, I, I genuinely really enjoyed this episode. Mm-hmm. I thought it was well put together. It had a lot of nods to all the things we love about Letter Kenny. Mm-hmm. And then a forward thing you approach where they built a stronger story than what we've seen in other seasons. Um and, and they've shifted into that. It felt like a very, very very good cohesive episode. Yeah. Vic, you didn't feel for Stuart? Gay's gone again. Like his heart's been broken again. <laughs> It was so sad. Yeah. yeah, Victor doesn't care. He he's got he's got a a, a blind spot for the the skids. Tanya, what do you think? Um, I I agree with Victor uh, on on some of the points. Of course um, you do. I I didn't we're like. Back, the whole... We're back to our roots now too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. back to back to the, few, the first few seasons. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I Let's I skip this episode too. The whole Ron and Dax and and Jonesy and Riley, the smashing, it just went on for too long. It it was it it just went on too long and and it it, it lost my interest. Um. Um, the Shorzy, Betty Ann and Marianne, um, that skit, um, that was, that was okay. That was better. Mm-hmm. Um, Shorzy is definitely showing up in almost every single one of these. It's like they've replaced Glenn with Shorzy now yeah. on all of the, the, um, the, the episodes. Um, I was waiting for them and I was disappointed that they didn't reference the funny ass ringing tingle, the, the acronym for fart. And I just, I, I thought that the what funny you, ass ringing tingle. You've never heard of that acronym. Is this, is this a, is this a degen thing? No, it's a thing thing. Okay. Put, a thing thing. It's a, it's a, th- okay. That's, that's going to be on our, uh, have you ever heard of it called as a, funny uh, ass is that the tingle. next Tanya poll? That's right. a Tanya poll. All right. So yeah. Fart acronym is funny ass ringing tingle. And with the whole, um, <laughs> no, it's not. It, it, it is. I've never heard of it. Both Matt and Victor are shaking their heads. This will be an make shit up. It's not a made shit up. Oh, it Adrian's is. shaking his head too. Okay. You've yeah. never heard of it either. Okay. Seriously. Tanya continue. We're all, we're all, we have our attention. Okay. I, that's a thing. And, and the Twitter poll will, will prove it. Anyways, I was waiting for Wayne to say it because he was saying how much it makes him giggle when he farts. Anyways, it was disappointed that it didn't say. Um, I also question, um, Katie is always tanning herself, but she never looks tanned. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Girl is on the back uh, tailgate tanning herself, like even in the middle of a right. mall. And she, I'm like, why is she never tanned? Like it, 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 it started to, it's starting to bother me. I'm like, Maybe she's got a pigmentation she's, issue. Like, she's <laughs> continuously tanning herself. And I'm starting to wonder, yeah, like what would she be if she didn't lay out in the sun? Would she be like the whitest white girl ever? She'd be Anyways, so that, that's been bothering me. Um, but 
yeah, the, the, the other references, there was a lot of jokes throughout the whole episode, a lot of fun things. I liked the cold open. I love the reference to the food court and how Katie found uh, a way to make it interesting to go to the city. Mm -hmm. Um, I like that the city girls, uh, took care of the problem themselves, took their shoes off and just went, uh, uh, so you're not, you're not going to tell the story, are you? What, what story? The, the story where, (laughs) well, I'm not going to say it. Like the, the, I mean, you've had this, this experience at a bar. Where I've been drugged. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to tell the story. Okay. I was drugged. I was drugged. (laughs) That's it. That's all you (laughs) guys agree now. Is that how you guys met? No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> this actually only happened like a couple of uh, years ago. Um, yeah, you know what? I was stupid. I was very stupid. And, and well, you were stupid, but it was, I mean, it wasn't your fault though. Like you shouldn't blame yourself. Like, so we're, no, we're mean, playing a I show was- up at Donnelly's and, uh, and you know, whenever we play, sometimes when Tanya comes, uh, she's, she's either, like, there's other people that she can hang out with cause she knows them or whatever. But that night there wasn't anybody there. So she was just kind of hanging by herself, like side stage. And, uh, the night went on and that night went like, we packed up and went home and she started acting real weird. And, uh, and she was like really messed up to the point where I thought I was going to have to take her to the hospital. And so like the only thing we could think of is somebody slipped something in her drink that night. And luckily she still, she came home with me. Uh, so yeah. nothing happened, but it was still like, she, and she was messed up for a couple of days. Uh, oh, wow. yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty serious stuff, but, um, it's I'm one just of surprised you never that brought that I, story up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was one of those things that, um, yeah, I, as a teenager, I was always cover cautious and covering my drink and made sure that my drink was, you know, right beside me and stuff. And, uh, now that I'm an adult, I'm like, who does that? Like that doesn't uh, that happen happens anymore. a lot. I, I hear stories all the time. Like even at the bars where we play, like I listen to I talk to the bouncers and they say like, sometimes these guys, they'll just like throw pills up in the air and see which glass it lands in. Like, the, the, like, yeah, it's that bad. That they'll um, go and get, uh, and not necessarily even drugs, drugs. Mm-hmm. They'll just go and get, um, sleep aids, yeah. like sleeping, uh, pills. So, so ladies out there, if you're listening, yeah. uh, Take good care of your drinks. I started feeling weird and I'm like, wow, like I've only had one glass of wine. I can handle myself. So why is this hitting me so hard? And I started just like downing water because I'm like, okay, I got to, this is early in the night. I got to keep up with this. And then I started doing some pretty weird things. And there was a guy that was very interested in me and he just kept on asking for a kiss. And I'm like, no, I'm married. And he's like, oh, you make me feel so bad. And I'm like, I'll give you you yeah. a hug though like because yeah, i was, don't want you to feel bad and it was weird i was like, on stage was, and i was watching yeah. this shit going down it and was, i almost, there's a couple of times where i jumped i wanted to jump down and like uh intervene but anyway so yeah i mean that maybe that's why this story hit closer to home to me i just thought it was a really good story uh and and i uh, you know uh yeah so the whole vigilante thing like we laugh you know Stuart thinks he's a hero but the it's a real problem yeah. that happens in bars all the fucking time. It's real. It's not, it's not yeah. exaggerated for letter Kenny. So, uh, in that, in that sense, I really appreciated the story. Yeah. Sorry. Were, were you done? Yes. <laughs> Adrian, what do you think? Uh, thanks for the handoff on that very uplifting uh, <laughs> Sorry story about that, there. <laughs> that's our, that's our PSA. Yeah. Setting up and knocking them down. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. 
Um, I, I really enjoyed this episode. I mm-hmm. thought it moved very well. There's a lot of quick scenes with that were snappy and witty. I, it, what did we count? Like 10 scenes at a cold open in a 22 minute episode, like shit was flying. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, like I said earlier, I really loved all the throwback jokes, like kids falling off bikes. Mm-hmm. So a couple to be fairs. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Sparta or this is Islamic Sparta as the case may be. Um, the rip reps and rip, uh, rip, rip reps Roy's revelations was great. Um, I think like in this episode, they seem to tie those old callbacks in a lot better. It feels like they were trying to do it in episode one and episode two, and they didn't quite land, um, like they should have been there. Mm-hmm. So it felt, it felt more natural mm-hmm. to me. Um, I thought we kind of had the ultimate chirp fest there with Shorzy, Marianne, Betty Ann, Daxi, Ronzi, Riley, and Jonesy. I personally thought the Terry Fox thing was really hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think was watching it with my wife and I was kind of falling off the couch and she's looking at me like, why the hell is this so funny? Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like realizing as I'm laughing on the floor, oh, you probably have no fucking clue who Terry Fox is either. Yeah, so like, right? this is a little awkward. Yeah. So I'm just like, um, thinking back to um, basically every year in elementary school is like mm-hmm. second or third week back to school. There is like the marathon of hope cancer walks. For, yeah. um, there, there's a f- cancer th- charity still going strong. Three Absolutely. pictures. I remember on the wall vividly. There was Terry Fox. There was uh, Bondar and there was um, the one, uh, the, the one who flew the plane. Uh, what was her name? Oh, is that no? Amelia Sorry. Earhart. Yeah, no, that that I got that mixed up. No, <laughs> that's, was, that's who I was in. Uh, Bondar and there, no, the one who swam across Lake Ontario. That was the other one uh, that that yeah. was always on the wall. Um, what was her name? Blanking. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sure you'll look it up. Go ahead, Adrian. <laughs> yeah, and I I just thought that was um, mm-hmm. it, it felt a little uncomfortable. Like it's, it was a little weird talking about slamming this guy that you like watch this one hour movie every year and it's like yeah. the same like three songs that's just kind of like ingrained into I think every Canadian kid's head. But yeah. um, I, I thought it was hilarious. Um, and and just wrapping it up again with um, you know Roll reaching out to the Hicks, getting them to come in and save Stewart. Very very similar to uh, a fuss in the back bush to me. Um, I actually wasn't a huge fan or of all like the spelling jokes. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a really good, um, interesting and dynamic di- dialogue back and forth between, uh, between, uh, gay and between and Stuart. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the grammar stuff didn't really do it for me that much. Um, but overall I, I, I really enjoyed this episode. All right. Uh, so we'll go to, on to ratings now, and uh, it's up to me first. And I mean, I'm giving this one a fresh. I think it was a really good episode. It was a strong storytelling episode. Uh, there's a lot of laughs. The only parts that I didn't like was that second segment with Riley, Jonesy, Dax, and Ron. I thought that was kind of, uh, you know, it went on a little long. Like, it, what's the only thing that saved that is when Riley and Jonesy started questioning, wait, are we still talking about people or are we talking about dogs? I thought that was funny. <laughs> but other than that, it was kind of like, yeah, that one went a little long. But everything else about this episode, I, I really enjoyed. Back to the Hicks being heroes, but this time they, their heroes, heroes weren't necessary. Uh, I thought it was a strong storyline for the skids. Uh, so, yes, it's it's a fresh for me. Victor. I like the cold open a lot. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the Shorzy scene, and I also enjoyed the, uh, with the, dog, the scene with the dogs and them talking about mm-hmm. the, uh, the bathroom hygiene and whatnot. Uh, and then everything else um, was a toss it for me. So, so for me, that kind of evens it out. Uh, so for me, it's a strong clearance. Mm, okay, well, strong clearance. That's, that's 
I think that's an improvement from what you were going to give it before. <laughs> I think we talked you up from a, a, a weak clearance to a strong clearance. I'm going to take no, it. <laughs> no. It was it was it was down it was down kind of uh, even uh, in the middle for me the whole time. Yeah, Matt, what yeah. what do you give this one? Yeah, of course it's a fresh. Mm-hmm. Like it, and I'm so glad Adrian's here because everything he just said was what I was trying to say, and it just came out as blue and. Um, and he, and, he, and he reminded me because again, as why this is why I watch it like twenty minutes before we do the podcast, so it's fresh <laughs> on my mind. Right, that's um, why. Yeah, br- yes, yeah, exactly. The reason. <laughs> it's not exactly because you're a procrastinator. Procrastination is a skill, and I yeah. stand by that. Yes. Um, so no, of course it's a fresh. It was so much fun. There was there was so many great elements to it. I, I'm so I'm so, I'm actually surprised, Victor, on this one. And I know Tanya is about to break my heart as well uh, because she's probably aligned with Victor. Who's no. don't, yeah, don't well, judge. Don't call we're it. We're going don't. back. We're, we're restarting. Are we not? That's what's hey, you're leading here. the witness here. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Objection, Your Honor. Leading the witness. Well, she has every ability to prove me wrong. And I'm, I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, I mean, there was just so many good elements. The grammar battles, like I said, the smash battle. I actually love that. I thought funny. And I've talked about this before and how I love those scenes that feel long, mm. but then they do something to draw you back in and it makes up for the length mm-hmm. and because I end up, because I said, you can start laughing. It's like a scale, like the bell, the bell scale or whatever you want to call it. You start off, you're like, okay, funny, 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 funny. Okay. I'm losing interest and losing. And then they hit you with something and you die again. And it just, it just <laughs> takes away from it and, it and it makes the whole scene worthwhile. So I, 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 I want to be in I a room like with, it. I want to be in a room with you when you watch one of these. Oh, I've oh, said the same man. thing. Yeah. <laughs> I have so said the same thing. <laughs> So I'll say, so I'll say, I mean, there was one of my favorite movies is Snatch, Guy mm-hmm. Ritchie film. Yep. I'm sure you've all seen it. Mm-hmm. I think it's fucking brilliant. And I remember I saw it in theaters twice when it came out. I it's, it's actually, it's drama. It's all, but it's funny too. I think it's brilliant British comedy in there. And I watched it with a friend of mine who is very Magoo. And I love this guy, but he's very Magoo. He doesn't laugh much. And his girlfriend at the time was very much the same. So I'm like, guys, you got to watch this. This movie's amazing. We sat down, we watched it. I swear to God, I'm crying the whole time. They didn't say boo. And it's the most, I don't know if you've ever been in this situation. I don't know if you're an out loud laugher when you watch things. I am. I don't know if you know this about me. I am very much vocal. And they weren't. So it's the three of us watching this movie. I'm laughing. It's silence on the other side. So it's awkward. The end of the movie, I look over. I'm like, so did, did, did you like it? And they're like, dude, that was the funniest shit I've ever seen. I'm like, are you sure? Like, it's, I don't know. It's weird. But yeah, I laugh a lot. <laughs> Tanya, what? So it's I've, I've often, I've often said, um, Letter Kenny is missing a laugh track. Like, there's no, like, no, no, laugh track. No, but it. I understand yeah, yeah, the yeah. reason why it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It, it would ruin it. Mm-hmm. But, but, Watching the show with you, Matt, I feel like the laugh track would be in the room with me. Oh, it would hundred percent. I am. I'm very much. Yeah. I, 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 I'm more vocal when I have other people to be vocal with. And I think you would be just like that person that just you're more than welcome to laugh when you watch it with me you don't have to hide no i'm very with, poker face you just don't bring out that inner laughter uh, in her I guess no not. because yeah. like no. I, I feel I kill, like it would i kill be, all the joy and yeah. it would no it would give it away like i want i want the element of surprise on the podcast to to yeah. you know i don't want somebody to predict mm-hmm. what i'm going to say before like matt just it. did okay so Absolutely. what what rating do they, do you give this um i i i did like the show mm-hmm. um on the 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 bits that I, I could have um, 
done without the whole smashing went long. Um, uh, the Terry Fox thing was very borderline. It was like, uh, that was, but uh, I, I get it. They were, they were saying, you know, what, what, uh, tail he would get, uh, um, if he was still around. Um, so I'm going to give it a fresh. Ooh, hey. Oh, that's some reverse psychology there, Matt. And that wasn't because of Matt. It was not because of Matt. I feel that this episode is Katie's episode. Oh, okay. So we, okay, don't, don't go any further. All right. Well, you were going on all about how mean she was to Squirrely Dan. She is mean to Squirrely Dan. She doesn't respect her. She's, she's been mean, but. She still, she led this whole show. Yeah, she's just questioning why she did, did, didn't turn her off. Anyway, Adrian, what rating do you give this? Um, this was a fresh for me, mm-hmm. um, Al. I think you mentioned this um, last week as well. It's kind of like they've been leaving bread, uh, leaving breadcrumbs the last couple episodes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're starting to see that pay off with like the conclusion of um, mm-hmm. Stuart and Gay being in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, just like the... Uh, continuation of the takedown uh, conversation, like more Shorzy chirping. It was nice to see Marianne and Betty Ann back again in their uh, very great form. Um, and I really think after um, what I thought uh, were a couple two lackluster episodes to start the season, it was really a nice return to like a good form here and great payoff. Uh, and just like the fast witty dialogue, um, a lot of throwbacks, a lot of like continuing jokes throughout the episode uh, is like one of the reasons that I really love the show and, you know, keep watching it again and again and keep coming back to it. Awesome. All right. They're fresh. By the way, let, I want to say this because uh, you're not the first guest, but I want to I want to acknowledge you have notes. You're, you're reading from notes. And that's <laughs> I appreciate that. I, I, yeah, I'm just I can, I can picture you sitting there taking notes, watching this episode. And and yes, Matt. OK, but well, you, no, it's your I job. I started taking notes. <laughs> well, I know I only started taking notes off. I think Eliza showed up with a whole goddamn yeah. notebook full. And I'm like, now I'm looking. Yeah, like you may fun of me for the first like i know i did i just appreciate when we have our guests on and they 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 bring notes that's amazing i mean they're more prepared i mean my wife yeah my wife was sitting next to me and thought i was fucking crazy (laughs) (laughs) as well i'm I'm doing my homework for the podcast leave me alone gosh (laughs) does she watch the show with you is she a fan she does yeah Yeah. i i really didn't think she would dig it at first Mm -hmm. uh i she totally showed me i have you know you sometimes have no idea what she thinks would be funny because I thought she just absolutely wouldn't be able to stand the yeah. chirping of the hockey players. Sure. I thought she would hate Riley and Jonesy. Um, I like like first time we saw like some of those first couple scenes with Shorzy and the shitter. Um, <laughs> I just got really uncomfortable, and she was like laughing harder than I was. So oh, I'm good. like, okay, good. go figure. There's a keeper right there. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on to top fives. Uh, it, this doesn't uh, break my top five. I, I like this episode, but my top five is is still still the Pantheon, and this one is not a Pantheon episode. Victor, I'm going to guess that's a hard no for you. Yeah, too much airtime on Stort's uh, butthole in this episode. <laughs> Matt, does <laughs> this break? Is that where the fish was going? <laughs> oh, yes. What was happening with the fish? Should we I, I talk about that? I, yeah, who knows? I think they leave it open-ended, <laughs> just as I, I'm sure Gay was trying to. Anyway, Ooh. Matt... Um, <laughs> so I'm going to do something interesting. I, I actually gave this a lot of thought because mm-hmm. again, maybe it's because I smoked a joint before I watched this one, but I really, <laughs> really laughed really hard. And <laughs> there were so the many joy. good elements of it. It, it, it was so fun. Okay. And, and I, like, I, like I said, it took me back mm-hmm. and I liked the story element of it as well. I thought it was great. 
I actually went back since I watched this and I watched like three of my other top five. I'm like, does this bump any of them off? Mm-hmm. I watched Relationships again. I watched Super Soft again. Mm-hmm. I didn't bother. I mean, I would love Lazy Heat, but I knew that wasn't going to touch that one. Okay. I, I can adore that one. Mm-hmm. It was tough. At the end of the day, I, I am going to knock. I'm going to knock off what I put on last week. I think this is better than the Bush, Bush Party. party. Oh, yeah. wow. Really? Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. I, it uh, and I'll be honest with you, it was borderline <laughs> knocking off Super Soft. I was huh. just going to, th- I, I was thinking it. But, <laughs> Victor does not, but, he just gave a the, thumbs down. <laughs> but the ostrich conversation <laughs> held held it on there. So right. that, that, kept, that kept it true. So yes, I'm going to knock it off, put it number five. Okay. Uh, so I think it's deserving. Tanya? No. No, doesn't. All right, no problem. Now, Adrian, I don't know if do you have a top five prepared, or, or would you just talk about some of your favorite episodes? Yeah, this doesn't make my top five, mm-hmm. um, but what I have in there is uh, relationships, uh, fuss at the golf course, uh, talent show, we don't fight at weddings, and native flu uh, are mine to date. Native flu, and really? I, wow, that yeah, yeah, that's the one that triggered me. I'm like, wow, hmm. that's, that was a good one for sure. So sorry, number surprised. one, what is number one relation? Did you do that in yeah. uh, reverse order? Yeah, so, I did that in order. Okay, so number one, relationships. Number two, fuss of the golf. Number three, uh, to, what, what was that one? Talent show, right? Uh, yep. Number four, uh, you, we don't fight at weddings. And then number five, native Native flu. Well, Kate, tell us about native flu. What what was it that you liked about? Because as you know, uh, it, it wasn't a favorite here. <laughs> Um, I mean, I thought the Stuart's Horn cold open was, was mm-hmm. rather funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got the classic grill marks in there, the mm-hmm. moist conversation, <laughs> Atlantis Moissette and all that good stuff. Um, I just thought it was just such a funny psych egg where Wayne, like at the end of the episode sits up fully dressed in bed and then yeah. just lights a cigarette. Yeah. Um, and, uh, we have three legged, legged dogs. I mean, who doesn't love a three legged dog <laughs> and two nonetheless, <laughs> All right. Awesome. Uh, all right. We're going to move on to MVPs now. So my MVP for this episode, it's it's a toss up between Katie and Rold uh, for me. I'm going to give it to Rold because I, I I feel like and I don't want to influence, but I feel like Katie will get some love later. Uh, so I really thought Rold was a lot of fun in this episode. Very funny. And uh, and I'm going to give it to him. Victor. Who was your MVP for this episode? Oh, should we guess his first? Not, no, no. He's got to give it to We have all to right. write. Did you write down? I wrote it. Okay, down. So. Right down. Now hear me out. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, uh, I'm going to edit mine now. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Now that you know his rating, now that you know that he didn't enjoy the episode, Uh, make sure you think hard on who you think his MVP was. Yeah. Now hear me out. I'm not trying to be difficult or anything like that. No, never. You would never do that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. This is like saying, I'm not a racist, but. (laughs) 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 I'm not sexist, but. <laughs> but, Go ahead, Victor. But but you know, I, I genuinely feel that this 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 one this character really took one for the team. Oh. Uh and 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 it really does deserve the MVP because um uh it it, it begs some questions. Hmm. Um uh and like uh, you know, we, we are all kind of affected by the whole ostrich situation and that's been such a thing, and now we have one of our own that's potentially taking part in some, you know, mischievous, uh, questionable activity. So oh, I definitely have to, so I have to give the MVP to the goldfish. Goldfish. I should have known. Like you're well, redesigning that is boxes. being difficult. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. All right. Um, did anyone 
have goldfish on their bingo card. Uh, no, <laughs> I didn't. I that's, was convinced it was Terry Fox, but you know what? That, that's <laughs> a, a good one. That's a good. Uh, I I thought maybe Katie. Um, I had rolled the maybe Katie, but because that's before I knew that he didn't like the episode, so uh, I didn't. Okay, so I was way off. Matt, who did you have? I had Shorzy because it's the only name he said in any excitement through the whole conversation. <laughs> okay. uh, Tanya, who did you think? I had Stuart, and then I know he hates the skids. And then I thought the only reason why I picked Stuart was because of the notes on the door and the mm-hmm. grammar. Mm-hmm. And I know how uh, Victor hates when I say anyways. <laughs> and and I thought um, the whole notes on the door would get it and and, and the grammar. So I, I put notes. So you're the closest so far, uh, at least uh, geographically, to <laughs> <laughs> to the goldfish. And, and a- Adrian, who did you have? I had Terry. I thought it'd be Terry Fox. Terry Fox, that's right. Yeah. So we were all way off. Victor. I'm going to say was, Adrian was the closest. He's the only one sort of outside off. the box thinking there. I had the notes. The notes were at least like a little linked to the skids. And then, Victor, goldfish. do you need a moment? Dude. Check yourself. All right, Matt. Check yourself. <laughs> Who's your MVP? Oh, I mean, this was an easy one for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was Derry. Oh. Oh. We have to celebrate Derry's success in this episode. Uh, success. One specific moment. Because of his oh, toilet. breakfast for, for saying breakfast. Bre- really? Yes. <laughs> he successfully breakfast. got it out. It was so proud of him. hundred percent. So so oh man. He, he could have only Atta said boy. that the whole episode. Atta Atta boy. Boy is right. Good for you, Gary. You did it, buddy. Okay. Uh, sure. I guess. Uh, Tanya, who's your MVP? You guys are all wrong. Yeah. And I know that it's like personal preference on mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. but like you guys are wrong. It was Katie, a hundred percent. I was going to say, tell us why it's Katie. Go ahead. It's a hundred percent. I thought you were going to say it's Katie. She orchestrated this entire. No, you would have said it was Katie's dick. No. (laughs) Yeah, no. She orchestrated the entire episode. Oh shit! It was her that that took the phone call. Mm -hmm. It was her that made the the Hicks go to the city. She made the Hicks change their minds Mm -hmm. by finding every single one of them, what would actually get them to, to go to the city. To to the city. Yeah. She then took them to each one of their locations and <laughs> to have their moment. She had, she was involved in almost every single moment of the show and, mm-hmm. and pulled the show along all the way to the end. She was from There's, the beginning to the end and the whole get off my dick yeah. was, was repeated over and over again. <laughs> it was totally hundred percent. She bullied and manipulated Katie. her way to the end. I she saw absolutely yeah. as, 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 as Katie does. As Katie does. Okay. She absolutely. Did. And Tanya, once again, distracted by the D this time it's Katie's D. All right. Katie's D. Adrian. <laughs> uh, I went with Roland in this one. I All thought right. he just showed a really huge range of emotions. He really stepped up by getting, um, getting help for Stuart uh, by calling the Hicks in. Um, he just showed a great range of emotion when he was on the phone with Katie, like talking her through, mm-hmm. um, you know, convincing her to get the Hicks on board to go to the city. Um, and he just feels like he's a, just feels like a full character now. I feel like before we just saw like little funny, like one liners mm-hmm. or he's like creeping over Stuart's shoulder yeah, yeah. or like talking to his dad on the phone or something, but he just, um, he seems, he seems whole. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you know, kind of knowing what comes up, like he just becomes a lot bigger character. And this is where, to me, it feels like it just it melds. 
All right. Well, I mean, I agree with you, obviously, because right rolled was my MVP as well. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, we're, we're, we're getting we're encroaching on a long episode here. Uh, T- Tanya's Twitter poll. So last week, Tanya wanted uh, tw- uh, me to post a poll asking, had you heard of the term throwing hip before letter Kenny? Uh, uh, once again, 161 votes. Again, Tanya, sh- she's the only one who's allowed to, to do Twitter polls because yes. she gets all the yes. <laughs> all the response. Thank and you, uh, 25.5% <laughs> said yes. And 74.5% said, no, they'd never heard of throwing hips. So everyone huh. was kind of on board with, with us, you know, the majority. There's still some. Uh, That's interesting to me. Yeah. I had never heard of it before. So maybe they're all from Listool. Somebody did I, Somebody did respond in a tweet saying, uh, you needed more detail. You needed to have yes, I'm, but I'm also Canadian. No, but I'm not Canadian. Or yes, but I'm not Canadian. I like that No, person. I'm Canadian. No, I'm not Canadian. So unfortunately, we didn't do that. That was a suggestion from strings and sealing wax. Uh, anyway, yeah. so. <laughs> I had a Twitter poll to my father because my, my, my dad's actually um, um, a, farm a farmer. Boy. Yeah, he's a farm boy. And I, I started thinking, I wonder if this is a farming reference because like maybe these aren't just Canadian references, but maybe it's like a farming thing, throwing hip. So I asked my dad. If, I was I was actually present during this phone call yeah. this afternoon where she asked her dad, dad. <laughs> Did you ever say throwing hip and relating to sex? So she did ask her her father. I this did, question. and 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 my father had never heard of it before. So, so yeah. it's a letter. You're just Kenny spare does. parts, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I understand that that's actually the origin of the uh, tragically hip. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my. <laughs> yeah, it's a erectile dysfunction. Tragically hip. All right. Uh, moving on to listener comments. Uh, we have a couple of. Uh, uh, iTunes uh, reviews. So we, yeah, two new iTunes reviews. This first one here, uh, five stars, real honest podcasting Four friends sitting around discussing letter. Kenny, you can't beat that. Not even with a real big stick. Uh, unfortunately, this person didn't sign it. It's from anonymous, but thank you. Whoever it was, uh, who, who gave us our, uh, rating. And then a second rating here, a rock star podcast, five stars, a thoughtful and inf- informative discussion on great Canadian comedy letter. Kenny, Despite their disclaimer, listen to the first ep- several episodes. <laughs> You'll have a much, much better idea about their philosophy and goals that help to focus their honest analysis. <laughs> their Canadian perspective helps the rest of us understand the humor and traditions that may seem unfamiliar when viewing the show. Personally, I appreciate the insight into Canadian culture. These four super fans stepped up. Uh, I don't know about super fans, but stepped up during the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> and, and at least to listen to the whole podcast. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> oh, I. I know he has though, uh, and I'm forever grateful. Pop open up pu- uh, puppers and enjoy the fun. That's from Brad Lunsford from State College, Pennsylvania. Thank you so much, Brad. That's an amazing, That's awesome. amazing really? review. So we, good. We I, mean, really I, I lost that. him on informative, but you know, <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, and here's our uh, here's one from uh, this isn't a review, this is just a comment. I remember when there was oh, so this is in response to a bunch of people posting pictures, including myself, uh, wearing their new produce stand merch. I remember when there was no produce stand merch. Now you got a t shirt and a mug. Must be fucking nice. And that's from our buddy Jason C., also the man behind this. Massachusetts. So thank you, Jason. Uh, uh, Another comment here from our buddy Mike Loranger. Just finished listening. Another fantastic episode. That's in regards to last week's episode. And uh, finally, uh, can't believe I'm typing this, but I've agreed with uh, Victor the last two episodes. And that's from someone named Adrian. That's me. Wow. Yeah. So there you go. Thank you, Adrian. We broke the streak here today. So there you go. Can't lose them all. 
I mean, this episode really kind of leveled us back out again. Yes, yes. We're back to, we're, we're back to norm. Uh, Letterkenny News. Watch Mojo.com posted a video on YouTube uh, counting down the top 10 funniest Letterkenny moments. It's a pretty cool video. Although I'm not sure I agree with the list, I'll post a link to it on our show notes. Uh, there's a, you know, attentions paid was only number two. Uh, and there was a bunch of scenes there that I, I would have been in my top 10 that weren't there. But it was still a pretty good list with a bunch of video clips. So highly recommend checking that out. How are you? How are you now? Pod uh, shared that one out uh, this week, so I appreciate that. Um, so back to final comments. So I'll start. Uh, Adrian, amazing job! Thank you so much for for joining us. Uh, uh, you you came prepared. You came with notes, uh, and uh, I you know I think. Uh, I, I laughed till I cried for the first time in a while in this episode. Thank you for that. Um, uh, so appreciate your your support on Patreon and uh, and your your uh, uh, cooperation in the uh, Twitter DM today. You you're the one who posted the rim shot for uh, a live rim, not live, but an actual rim shot for for Stephen Walker. Right? Was that you? I don't think so. Oh, I thought it was you. Somebody posted one in Twitter job, DM group uh, a recording. <laughs> No, a recording of uh, did you not record yourself doing a rim shot for a joke that uh maybe it wasn't you? I thought it was you. No, that wasn't me. Because even if it was you, hold strong that it wasn't right now. <laughs> Fucking embarrassing. Uh, I mean you you're a drummer. Oh, I just thought it was you. Anyway, I love thank you. Learned anything from the Trump administration, I could just hold true and facts don't matter anymore. Yeah, there you so. go. <laughs> uh thank you so much for, for joining us today. You did a great job and looking forward to having you back. Uh Victor, any final comments? Uh, well, yeah, first, uh, I think this is the season that Dean must have been talking about, Dean Giles, when he said uh, it takes a bit of a dip. So mm. far, uh, you know, um, yeah, not great for me. So I'm hoping it continues to improve from here. Mm-hmm. Um, Adrian, uh, just incredible. Uh, you know, uh, came prepared with notes, your your thoughts and opinions and, and uh, have been, all been very poignant and articulate. And you've been just great. So thank you so much for uh Gracing us today. Thanks for having me, uh, Matt. Yeah, I mean, exactly what Victor said. All those things. No, it's it's great. Honestly, I'm so glad you joined us, Adrian. I mean, we we saw you at the Egg Hall a few weeks back. Uh, we got a little a little taste of what you could bring, and you really brought it tonight. So it was so much fun. Um, I, I do again. We're, like the universe has seemed to leveled out. I completely disagree with Victor. Uh, <laughs> it. I, I, I will say episode one, I didn't love. And I, I made that very clear, but the last two I loved, mm-hmm. I really have enjoyed where the show is going. It's definitely a different flavor of the show The the whole tone has changed, mm-hmm. but I'm okay with it. I'm okay with things evolving and going in different directions. And, and honestly, I I've been so long since I've watched the future ones. I'm excited about what's to come. Um, and I look forward to, uh, to chirping more about them later on. So <laughs> bring it on. All right. Tanya. Adrian, as the boys have said, thank you so much for coming out. Good luck with your uh, your brew on for uh, oh, tomorrow. Oh yeah, the new, the new gig. Good luck with the new gig. Yeah, yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah, I, I love the um, Canadian background that you have and and how you <laughs> laugh at, uh, at laugh at it still, um, and and how your wife uh, and how the two of you interact with uh, watching the show. That's a uh, it's an interesting plot or interesting perspective of, uh, of the letter Kenny. Um, I want to say letter Kenny is completely and utterly changing my life. <laughs> um, and, and it's, it's, it's like, it's like, it's soaked into me now. <laughs> and I reference it almost now on I a love it. daily basis. Oh my God. I so want that pillow. 
So Adrian's holding up a, a produce stand pillow. And uh, again, I forgot that you're the one who bought it, but uh, it looks oh, great. Yeah. How, so how's, how, good. how's the quality? I just need the couch to show up. <laughs> oh my God. The couch. <laughs> the couch a produce stand? That's awesome. <laughs> no. oh. I am so well, I, saw it, I couldn't believe it. I, I appreciate it so much, but laughing. I can't believe someone bought a pillow and yeah. it was the ma- it made my day yeah. more than you'll ever understand. So I love that you're holding it. It does look really good. I still yeah. want yeah. a pillow. They did a great job on the designs. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, so cre- credit to Stu Narduzzo there for for the the great uh, art, the the great logo designs. So he, uh, he he came through. Uh, yeah, uh, are you done? Yeah, I yeah. just want to say um, uh, it's it's uh, it's becoming an everyday reference. Like <laughs> Al referenced that he was going to go for a bike ride. Uh, our daughter said, uh, I'd go for a bike ride. And then I <laughs> said, I could go for a bike ride right now. And what's really funny is that the kids <laughs> don't know the show and they say these things just like, like, and it's, it's, it's just like, that's what they say. And then I fall right into the show and what would be said next. Like, um, she's a convert. Yeah. Um, <laughs> our daughter was even saying like, what was it now? And we were making it. She's like, Oh, uh, like she was doing a Katie, a uh, Katie thing. Oh boy. What yeah, was it? Now? I don't know. I, I, I don't try know. To bl- I try to black those things. Out. Bl- <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's, it's on a daily basis now. Mm, and yeah. it's, it's like really, um, yeah, I, I find that I'm more and more just absolutely sucked <laughs> right into it. And it, and it fits so well. So, and I, and I, you're not wrong. I mean, even we have an internal work recognition board that you can like call people and thank I, on the, on lately, anytime I do one, I write whatever I write. And then I write, that's what I appreciate. It's about you. <laughs> and I've been doing it. And this is a public face. Well, public is an internally intranet yeah. facing, but I, I, it cracks me up every time. And I'm like, I'm going to keep doing it. Cause I love it. Yeah. All right, Adrian, you have any final, but, but I want to also oh, just wait, wait, wait. Oh. I just want to say, mm-hmm. I also love the Twitter poll. Oh my ah. God. I love it. Thank you so much for everyone. That's, she, that's she can't a, find it on the internet, but she, I she's can't still find participating. It, but I am so appreciated. She, she's participating by proxy through me. All that right. You guys are all, all taking part in it. And mm-hmm. I, that makes me super happy. All Anyways, right. Adrian, any final words? Um, I, I think you guys, um, well, I mentioned it online and you guys mentioned it the episode last week, um, but I think it's just a really cool community that you guys have built here. Um, it's clear that you just all four have had a friendship that goes back for quite a while. And it definitely seems like it um, pulls all of these people in. Uh, I think the Twitter group is a great indication on that and the <laughs> gifts going back and forth and all that good stuff. Um, it's also very um I don't, I don't know what word I'm looking for. It, um, it's just a nice change of pace to see people being able to disagree on something, mm-hmm. but then still being friends and having a civil conversation. Cause mm-hmm. we haven't seen that in the U S for quite a while. <laughs> um, so that's, uh, that's what I appreciate, um, about you guys. Um, and yeah, it's, um, it's been a really fun ride to, uh, go along the show with, um, you know, a lot of like-minded people and like dive into something and just notice different things every time I get into it. So I don't think I'd be doing that without what you guys are doing. So, uh, yeah, thanks for the podcast for sure. Awesome. Well, again, thank you for listening and your support. Uh, I'm going to play us off here with a song from this, this episode called slip away by the band get famous. Are you it's not? a long fade. Here we go. And that's all we have for this episode. Next week. Shut up, Victor. Next week. By the way, Victor, 
What what's the update on the game? <laughs> Don't ask. Uh, game, Why do you want to end it like that? What? It, it, it did not end well, Al. <laughs> oh no. That, that, that. Train wreck. <laughs> well, you didn't change it to a train wreck, so I take it it was a loss. All right, it's just game one. There's still time. But he's holding a sausage. <laughs> what the hell are you holding up? What is that? It's a sausage. <laughs> it's a. <laughs> Okay, just to be clear, because this is an audio-only podcast, (laughs) Victor is not holding up his dick, but he was holding up a a pepperette or something of some kind. (laughs) Oh, God. Do you want to explain yourself to Victor? Uh, that's a, it's a Georgian thing. It's called Trichella. Oh, Trichella. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's made from grape juice and walnut. Intr- oh, so it's not it's meat. Not it's, a pepperette at all. It's not a pepperette at all. It, just it looks kinda, like a pepperette. Yeah. Well, no, you said what it looked like. But anyway, <clears throat> let's move on. And that's all we have for this episode. Next week, we recap and review. Stop that, Victor. You're really distracting me. <laughs> Next week, we review and recap the episode four of season six. Dick slip out. That's right. <laughs> Have your laugh with our guest, <laughs> Joshua. <laughs> Don't forget to give our new sponsor. <laughs> I'm going to turn your mic off. <laughs> oh, man. Don't forget to give our new sponsor, Diabolical Coffee, some love. They're at diabolicalcoffee.com. Right now, you can use your promo code PRODUCESTAND for 10% off any purchase from our site. If you'd like to support the podcast, rate us on iTunes or become a patron. I can't work in these conditions. There's a Patreon link on our site or Twitter profile at ProtoStandPod. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at ProtoStandPod. Thanks for joining us. Now we're going to play some Big Buck Hunter HD 42-inch Wild. On behalf of Adrian, Matt, Victor, Tanya, and myself, thank you for listening and have a great week. (laughs) 